welcome back. This is Nat. And this week I want to consider, can we think ourselves happy? Now, what got me thinking about this was this Monday just gone in the UK. It was what's been coined Blue Monday, where it's supposedly the most depressing Monday of the whole year. I think a combination of it being dark and January and waiting for payday, I think morale... um, and happiness possibly is quite low. And I totally resonated with this. January is not a great time for me. I like sunshine, I like to be outside, and I find that this time of year feels a bit like hibernation for me, you know, I just go inside a bit. Um but it really got me thinking because I totally believe in what we focus upon, we bring upon. So the more we focus on the negative thoughts, the more we will bring, the more we focus on the more positive thoughts, the more we will bring. Now, I'm not saying mental health is not a thing. I'm not saying people don't suffer with mental health and that is an aggravator to those thoughts. But what I'm saying is, can we have more of ownership on it? Now, I read a book, of course I did, by Mogawat called Solve for Happy. Now, he is completely engineering a path for joy essentially he is doing a 12-year research project where he's done into happiness and I just love that thought and if you listen to my last week's podcast my I didn't do resolutions this year I did a word so I wanted to bring more joy so I'm going to challenge myself to concentrate on the more positive feelings that we can bring because I think it's really easy to be a victim of our circumstance. It's really easy to be a victim of our thoughts sometimes without even realising it. Now, Mogawat suggests that we could take responsibility and like weight training for our bodies, we could exercise our brains to think positively. And I read a quote which I love, which says, meditation is like flossing, something that should never be off the to-do list. I find meditation helps my brain to slow down a little bit more, which is a really positive thing. And I find that it's really useful to think about that. And so when I was considering my happiness ploy this week, I started to look into some research because I love I love a bit of woo-woo, but I also love some research to back it up. Now, the Harvard Centre for Health and Happiness, they studied 70,000 nurses in the US and their results were that the, those that were optimistic had roughly 15% longer lifespan than those that were least optimistic. Imagine that. If we can train our thoughts to be happier we could live 15% longer than those who are more negative. Now, research shows that happiness can be measured in three ways. The positive emotion, obviously, the absence of negative emotion, and life satisfaction. So where does your happiness come? Because current studies show that happiness is not determined by our genetics, which is sometimes what we believe, but it's by our day-to-day living. Happiness acts as a protective factor against diseases. Happiness is contagious. I think we can all lead to that one. And we're more likely to feel greater levels of happiness when we show and exhibit kindness to others. So literally, if we're showing kindness to others, we will be showing kindness to ourselves. What we think about, we bring about. So how could we swap one hour of our week to try an activity we like? So 
Go back a step first of all. Think about everything you do in a week. Everything you do. This could take some time. But I'll fast forward while you think about that. Contemplate everything you do. Think about those activities then. And let's rate them. So let's just literally go positive or negative. Out of those, how many of those things on your list do you actually enjoy? How many of those activities do you get some joy from? Some of those we have to do. I totally get it. We've got errands, we've got kids, we've got things we need to do. But how many of them could we swap just for one hour of a day to try something new? And I'm not saying, you know, we have to go and, I don't know, train to be a pilot. What if we did something like, okay, we know we sit on our sofa for an hour and scroll, although we would not, might not admit that. We would sit there scrolling. Could we put down our phone and read that book we wanted to read or listen to the podcast or the article or do our craft? Whatever it is that lights us up, we get so stuck in these routines that it can be really difficult to see any changes. But what about if we could change our negative thoughts into gratitude and questioning it if those thoughts are true? Because our brain tells us stories that are not always accurate. And so really checking in with that inner voice and listening to what it's telling you and questioning it. Is it true? Would you speak to a friend that way? For me, laughing is my most favourite therapy. Every time I watch Peter Kay and I know it's homeschool, but it just lights my mood. Like it makes me feel better. It adds a level of happiness to me. And yeah, it's something that I can't get away from. And back to Mogawat, he says, is there anything ever under our total control? Yes, your actions and your gratitude. And I think it's just perhaps that there's a whole other world that we could consider of how to change our day-to-day thoughts and our happiness. So I um, have interviewed Calm Woman, which I'm going to put on next. And as I was talking to her, I had this idea to do... Can we think ourselves happy for February? So I'm going to do a challenge for February where I review and focus my thoughts every day on thinking good thoughts and do a bit of a challenge in every day to see where I go with that. And maybe if anyone wanted to join me in that, we could do it together and have a weekly check-in about where our thoughts of happiness have taken us this week. So my final Mogawat quote and um, please check him out. His book's awesome. It's so good. And it just makes you consider happiness in a totally different way. And he says, for human beings, simply put, the default state is happiness. If you don't believe me, spend a little time with a human fresh from the factory, an infant or a toddler. Obviously, there's a lot of crying and fussing associated. But the fact is, as long as their basic needs are met, no immediate hunger, no immediate fear, no scary isolation, no physical pain they live in the moment perfectly happy perhaps i want to reset my factory settings as if i was a phone i'm gonna try it and we all know that it's obviously whole fields of psychology now based on positive thinking and i'm gonna use them i've done some research i've listened to mo and i'm going to start my think myself happy for february if anyone wants to join me i will put details at the end of the podcast now We are going over and I will set you up to listen to Sean from The Calm Woman. Take care.
Hello and welcome back to the That Got Me Thinking podcast. I'm your host Nat and today we've got a guest that's come back which I'm so excited about. Sean from The Calm Woman on Instagram um, came on to, I believe it might have even been season one Sean podcast. So Sean is like a seasoned pro now on this um, and I love her work and your, I love your message on Instagram about, you know, navigating anxiety and motivation and mental health and I love everything you're about and especially you've got this freelancing business that continues to bloom so I am very excited to have you back on and see where you're at welcome back thank you thank you yeah I'm really really happy to be back as well Um, (laughs) I really enjoyed the last time we spoke and a lot's changed since but yeah it was a long old time ago it was definitely over a year ago wasn't it It must have been yeah 2021 I think was one of those years we kind of didn't really expect much after 2020 but some people have really thrived and I know a lot of people who have completely taken massive turns and strides maybe not in the direction they thought they would though it's been a real time of contemplation I think yeah I, I would say 2021 wasn't necessarily a thriving year for me the end of the year in particular was very difficult um a lot of stuff happened but I would say that whilst it was one of the most difficult years for me it was probably one of the ones where I grew the most yeah and that can be difficult and painful in itself can't it it's not like this easy process where you just show up and you're different is it it's, you know, it really is that kind of caterpillar analogy is not when you feel like nothing is going right and then all of a sudden you see you you see yourself kind of moving in a different direction absolutely and it you know I was so excited to start the new year and I still am but I think we have kind of a lot of expectations don't we and then January comes and then we're sort of like oh nothing seems to have changed I find this time of the year really difficult I'll be really honest me too um I've never been like formally diagnosed with seasonal associated disorder but I know that is a real thing for me I know that the like no sunlight and they're just it just seems to drag forever January I, I'm sorry I know this is like not very but it just feels it feels real and I think I could go there with you Sean you're somebody I could have this conversation with but I just find yeah you have the, all this expectation you're right and then, yeah it's it's a struggle for me as well I I would 100% say I have seasonal affective disorder mm. um it's common for us as humans who are drawn to sun and heat and light and then we're deprived of it during these months especially if you work all of the day inside yes um definitely and yeah it's really tricky and I think I've already found this month really hard but Mm. I no it's not going to last yeah and we will all get out the other side and also I'm trying to enjoy the good things about the winter you, you know being snuggly candles um hot baths that kind of thing it, it doesn't fix everything but those small little bursts of joy and you know warmth I guess um make me feel very lucky so um, is that what helps you Sean is it you know, really trying to focus your mind on the gratitude of it all? I would say so, because, um, you know, it can feel like, you know, 
you're in a really really dark horrible place but you do sometimes and it's not easy you sometimes need to sort of look at the bigger picture like I'm warm I have a roof over my head I have Mm -hmm. food in my belly you know I've got people who care about me and it's much it's not dismissing the horrible yeah experience of mental health at all but it's just yeah absolutely practicing that gratitude um of just just how your life's gone you know what good things there are around and it's it's hard but it's like it's like that sort of count your blessings not your troubles phrase yeah and what you think about you bring about I truly believe that so if we're focusing on the negative and it's I can find myself it's really easy to go into a spiral isn't it once you start thinking negative yeah all of a sudden you find like oh my god this is I've like gone down a rabbit hole and I've been feeling like crappy all day whereas the more I think like you say about practicing those moments of joy and calm and and really those bursts of happiness the more I focus on that the more I see and so yeah I love that practice because it's so true isn't it? and I remember reading a study somewhere that said there's no way our, our brains are not physically able to feel um sad when we're practicing gratitude like they've switched off something in your brain um, I should probably find the actual scientific research but that has always That's stuck so with me yeah interesting I've got a question actually Sean I wonder what your thoughts are on this so I was listening to a podcast and reading this person's book and his name's Mo Gawat and he talks a lot about happiness and his um kind of perspective is you can think yourself happy um what do you think about that I, this is totally unplanned and you didn't know I was gonna ask this question so I'm putting <laughs> you on the spot but what what do you think about that do you think we've got the power to do that um it's hard isn't it because as someone who does struggle with mental health Mm -hmm. um it when you're in that dark place it feels like you're never going to come out of it yeah um but having said that I think we as humans I think we have the power to do anything and I do actually believe that so it's a yeah it's a really interesting one I would say we do have the power within us, but you have to really, focus. really, really focus, really yeah. challenge your brain and challenge your inner thoughts. And that's, I would say that's one of the hardest things in the world, actually. I would agree. And I think it's a practice, isn't it? It's not going to happen. I'm not going to feel joyful like this second and continue that like for a prolonged period. It's like anything. It's a it's almost like rewiring our brains to look for the joy, to look for the happiness and think ourselves in that way. But I find it intriguing and the same as you, I honestly believe that whatever we set our minds to, we can achieve. And I totally believe in the law of attraction and all of that, um, and all of that things as well. But yeah, I just think our brains are fascinating. And if we can control them in a positive way, I'm certainly gonna give it a try. I think I think it's a great it's a great um idea and principle and yeah I'm I'm up for giving it a try too. Um, I think we should set ourselves a challenge, Sean. I might put a challenge on the podcast. Yeah, who wants to join us for Think Ourselves Happy February? <laughs> I, I think it's worth it. You know, it's it's worth it. I think you know we could all benefit from that if it works. Well, I think we should. I, even if no one wants to join me, I might do like a study for February and see if I can like 
yeah make a blog and jot down every day and see if I can literally if I can make it a practice to force myself to focus on those things it'd be interesting really interesting yeah no for sure we'll see how that goes but how what are the kinds of ways that you navigate um mental health and you know keeping yourself motivated especially when it's dark and no one can be bothered Mm -hmm. to do anything how what do you do Sean? so it's a funny time of year for me because well not even a time of year just a time in my life because I throughout the pandemic I've not I didn't I mean I call it a luxury it wasn't a luxury for a lot of people but I never had that opportunity to work from home Mm -hmm. until I started my new job um which is now predominantly home-based working which um I wasn't prepared for and I am getting used to it it's only been four weeks or so it is relevant to what we're talking about but um I suppose that in itself has been challenging because it's less movement less daylight um less interaction I think I didn't realize how much I like vibe with different people and different people's energy and then when you're at home in the same space and it's really hard to differentiate between work and you know relaxation yeah so I was not prepared for this I always thought I was going to go in at least twice a week but the office is moving it's a long story but um going from being in a busy school and college workplace um to working in my lounge and having to differentiate and establish those boundaries I found that quite tricky on my mental health but what I have found is it's made me um so go like I go to the gym every morning before work now without fail oh so you've got yourself into a great little routine yeah so it's really it's really hard but that gives me that sort of 40 minutes hour exercise every commute yeah as well Mm. that's really I love that almost like you've made it work for you because it's so easy just to lay in bed a little bit longer I think oh this would have been my commute I'll just stay in bed so I love the fact that you've made something so positive out of that I think with me um I think I said it last time we spoke exercise in fact my perspective on exercise has changed since we last spoke because when we last spoke I think I sort of said you know I exercise because I have to because I know it's good for me it's mm. good for my mental health it you know it's it's good for my <laughs> my body um but since I've sort of realized that I you know I'm doing weightlifting and I I'm getting stronger. I mean, I'm sh- I'm short and plump, <laughs> but I feel stronger. And Amazing. that kind of principle is kind of changed my my mindset's just shifted. Um, strong body, now, strong mind. Yeah, and I feel like now I'm 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 doing it for a different reason. It's it is because it's good for me and I need to, but it's also because I've got into a routine. Um, it keeps me moving so I've got this I've shifted this principle of um moving my body and treating it how it deserves I love that yeah rather than especially I kind of do a podcast um beginning of January but I really don't like the kind of new year new you and the whole pressure we put on ourselves to I don't know be this different person someone's like if we and if we lose weight we'll be a better person is like that's kind of the the kind of connotation that's given to it so it really it really riles me so I love that you said that because that is perfect isn't it just giving my body what it deserves 
I think so. And I, I completely agree with you. I'm not keen on that um, new year, new me. I think in my head this year, I've not set resolutions either. I've set goals. I've, I've set a word, a theme word. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> my theme word was joy. Like, where can I find the joy? I love that. I love mm. it. I just feel like re- the word, even the word resolutions, like, what will I do? Nag. What I stick to? It's like, yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit negative. And it's kind of like, for me, I was like, I'm going to set myself goals for the year. And they may shift along the year. They may change. But I will try. And, you know, they're not massive either. They're small, sort of attainable, exciting goals. And I, you know, I just thought, that's better than sort of saying new year new me it's like in my head I'm sort of like no same me but better same me but growing more you know same me but improving that is a great message yeah because we all want you know we all want to grow and thrive and and share what we've learned and share that with the people and I think that's just a great opportunity to to do that I'm not against like I do like setting goals I think why we do it just once a year is my thing as well why in January do we decide I'll set some goals for my year because January is not like a good time for me. So I prefer, for me. Yeah. I prefer March, April time, spring's come in. I'm a bit like, right, let's, let's see where we're at. But I like to kind of do a bit of a monthly goal thing, but yeah. I'm starting to do that as well. So interestingly, mm. it's funny you should say that. I, um, in my diary, I wrote sort of 2022 goals. There's about five but I then broke it down and I wrote January goals and then I've written February. I haven't written each month yet, but I've started February, nice. January. And they ju- it just makes it Focus. Seem- yeah. And also like more, it might be slightly ambitious, but at, at, at least I can try, you know. Give, give it and I think it back. helps keep you motivated, doesn't it? When you can physically see how that next step is going to look. Because if you said, I don't know. I want to be stronger well that's great but it's not very tangible is it there's nothing in it that like will lead to a habit or lead to a new way of thinking it's just a bit there isn't it it was just kind of so so I love that and I think that's such a good tip for people if they're looking for motivation and it keep when you're focused on something it keeps you like you say said about like you know looking for the happiness looking for the joy we're training our minds whether that's motivation happiness whether that is, you know, keeping our mental health in check, all of this, like you say, we are in control of and we have got some aspect of um, self-mastery, I suppose, of keeping ourselves dedicated to what we set ourselves. Absolutely. I, I think it's so true. And it, it, it keeping yourself motivated, is, it's, it's not easy, especially not at this time of year for me or for many people. I yeah. Think, um, and I tried with all my might this year, you know, New Year's Eve, I tried really hard to be like, oh, okay, it's a new year, great, I've set these goals, but you just end up... Well, Falling, not- for me, it's just an extra bit of height to fall from when I set myself up like that sometimes, it just feels the expectation is still much, and yeah, like you said, more like bite-sized bit of parts of effort for me. Absolutely, and you know, maybe it might be, oh, this week might not be amazing, but let's try and um, I don't know if I'm if I'm not looking forward to something. So let's say I'm going to an event and I'm nervous about it mm-hmm. rather than focusing on enjoying it. I might sort of say, well, let's just focus on being comfortable at the event. Nice. OK, yeah. so sort of like, you know, turning manageable up, step. 
yeah and just even being able to listen to people when they're speaking to me and be present rather than like tuning out absolutely Mm. that's what I'm that's my worst one yeah when I feel a little bit overwhelmed or there's lots going on in your life and like this it could be a really lovely event that you really wanted to go to but for whatever reason on the day you're just like oh gosh I can't you know I have to go but I'm just going to be there in body and for me being there like physically present is um it's like a different ball game isn't it you just get a totally different experience I think so and I think um for those who potentially don't have anxiety or kind of sort of mental health where you sort of get lost in your own brain they may not understand Mm. it but for me it's a huge thing I have to really focus sometimes to get out of my own brain and be present as you say present in the moment and it actually gives you a better quality of life because you're not analyzing everything in your head the whole time oh Sean that's something I work on every single day is trying to get out of my head and into my body that's why I practice like meditation and yoga and things because I know potentially I read this line a few weeks ago where it's people who think too much their bodies are just um, a way of carrying their brain and I thought that's so like resonated with me that's how I feel sometimes yeah me too my brain is just too heavy too full and just sits on top of my head potentially and carries my body carries me around so trying to be present is a big something I'm really kind of pushing and sometimes it's not easy especially when we've got me you know media and phones it's the worst way to you know be unpresent but I'm trying absolutely I think it's huge actually there's really something in that isn't there and meditation I really need to give it another go I haven't done it in a long while but I remember when I did do it it's just sounds really cliche but it's really eye-opening isn't it because you sort of, you then realize how like hard it is but when you sort of when you've grasped it it makes you realize how little you are in in your like present in your body and lost in your mind in your life as well yeah I teach meditation on a in on a Thursday and it's just really interesting for me as well because I I enjoy the process of of going through that and I just find it's like everything else, everything we've been talking about, I suppose. It's a practice in itself. The more we do it, the more we will feel more comfortable, the more we'll be able to aid our relaxation. And for me, like, yeah, give my brain a little bit of space because they say we, we think like to 70,000 thoughts a day. Well, I'm sure mine are about a million thoughts, the rate my brain goes sometimes. So, um, yeah, anything to get that little bit of space and feel a bit soothed is definitely a winner for me. It's worth it, isn't it? It's got to be worth a try, Sean. I think. But I've loved chatting to you. Thank you so much. I've yeah, as always, it's really insightful to speak to you and hear about how you manage things. And um, where can people find it more about you? So um, I'm on Instagram under the Calm Woman, and you'll find my website under my Instagram link as well. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, Sean, it's been a pleasure as always. And I will link you when the podcast comes out. So thank you so much. Very much. Take care. Take care. Bye. If you like today's podcast, please rate, review and send to a friend. It all helps to get the message out and get people listening to the podcast. I really, really appreciate you. and appreciate you listening. And... Like I've mentioned, if you want to join me in Think Myself Happier for February, I'm going to be going live once a week on the um, So That Got Me Thinking page on Instagram. And I would love to hear 
your adventures with thinking yourself happy have you found it difficult is this something you want to be part of if we wanted to do a bigger challenge we could do a facebook group and really go for it let me know um but let's consider it because honestly if it gives us 15 percent longer lifespans i'm all up for it have a fabulous week take care everyone